people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? Does anybody else feel that way about every other day? Hey, it's Tom Britt. Uh, welcome to my podcast show. After a long hiatus, I think it was like January the last time I actually did a podcast. But uh, welcome back. We've got some new equipment. We've got some new attitude. We've got a whole new studio now in downtown Fishers here at the Town Post offices. We're right across the street from Fort A. Ray, so it's kind of hard to miss our building. It's a spark building, and our suite is 117. It's the new Town Post Studios. What's that mean, Tom? Let me tell you. It means we have podcasting equipment. Up to four different people can be on the air at the same time. We've got uh, a new mixing board, which we're trying out. The nice thing I like about this mixing board is I can actually just bring in sound effects and bring in things that I like. Some of my uh, favorite movie quotes of all time. Um, you know, I, I I have like probably about 10 to 12 movies that we kind of quote throughout the week. And, um, you know, I'll just... <clears throat> I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. You know, Blazing Saddles is on that list. Uh, obviously, we've got Step Brothers is on that list. Um, you are a man. Nacho Libre. Sometimes you wear stretchy pants in your room. <laughs> it's for fun. Stretchy pants through COVID-19 takes on a whole new meeting, but... Uh, and we took our studio space down here. We actually had six employees working here, including myself, for Town Post, up until the COVID shutdown in March. We sent everybody home, started working from home, found out we actually worked better from home than we did here in the studio. So we just kicked everybody out the 1st of June. Everybody now is working from home, along with our franchisees. We got, I think we have nine franchisees now working in Indiana and Kentucky. So they're already remote. We're remote now. And now Town Post has a podcast video studio. So if you guys are doing podcasts on your own or maybe you've wanted to do a podcast or you're trying to find a studio somewhere that can do podcasting and help you get your podcasting, get your voice out there, please contact me, Tom, at townpost.com. I'm more than happy to help you out. Um, help you out while I'm still getting some new people in here. We've actually got some podcasts coming in next week. We've got a couple of new shows we're going to be launching and so I look to have some fun with this. Um, again, we're not trying to really profiteer from it as much, but just add more content to the townpost.com network. You know, kind of the vision many moons ago when we started townpost.com was to be kind of the, a network, a network of people that had podcasts or video podcasts or maybe people have content stories, uh, whatever that content is in a local flavor. We try to package it up and put it through our social channels and our digital channels and through townpost.com. So um, this studio is your studio. If you guys would like to come down and be a part of it and, and take, take advantage of our platform to get the message out, please contact me again. It's Tom at townpost, T-O-W-N-E-P-O-S-T.com. This morning was kind of some big news uh, on the Geist Conservancy District front. If you guys saw the news on the Geist Magazine Facebook page or the Conservancy District website and email blast. Uh, we do have finally a hearing date coming up on December 11th at 9 o'clock at the Hamilton County Courts. That will be a virtual meeting, so it's probably most likely going to be some kind of a Zoom type of meeting. And um, I say meeting, it's actually a hearing. The judge is going to be hosting that. Uh, the courts have kind of gone to this virtual format due to COVID-19 restrictions. And actually this allows more people to be involved. So there will be some communication coming 
probably in the next couple months, uh, there's a, a mailer that has to go out 45 days prior to the hearing to everybody in the district to let them know about this hearing. And there'll be some instructions there on how to be a part of it. You have to email somebody, most likely, and they'll be uh, sending you an invitation to join that virtual hearing. Um, that hearing coming up is actually the first one. If you guys remember back as last November when the Conservative District actually filed like 1,482 petitions with the Hamilton County Courts, which is double the statutory requirement um, to get a petition into the courts to get this Conservative District started. Um, of course, that kind of went on to a pause of sorts because there was some legislation in the state house down downtown Indy um, to change and to amend the Indiana Constitution as it relates to conservancy, conservancy district laws. Um, at issue were really three big items, and two stakeholders, uh, Marina Limited Partnership and Citizens Energy Group, um, they filed representation. They had attorneys involved, and they actually wanted to see this legislation go through as much as the conservancy district people did as well. So those two stakeholders um, made appearances. They testified uh, downtown. Um, the legislation did pass. Uh, the governor Holcomb signed it into law. It's now part of the state constitution. And the three main things that I alluded to earlier that really changed uh, the whole complexion of this conservancy district uh, that were also changed in the state statute are um, user fees. They put a cap on how much a conservative district can charge for user fees. There were a lot of boaters and a lot of fishermen worried that uh, they'd be paying $500 a year for a boat sticker if they lived outside the district. It would scare off all the fishermen. So those user fees, that was addressed in this legislation. And uh, thankfully, uh, that uh, got through uh, the state house. The second thing, um, eminent domain. Citizens Energy was really concerned about having another authority, like a, a taxing authority or a municipal authority like a conservancy district, being able to trump their eminent domain. If you guys don't know what that is, that's the ability for a government or another entity to basically acquire your property, um, and there's nothing you can do about it. They use eminent domain all the time to get road access or build roundabouts and those kinds of things, but it's a little different with a utility like Citizens because they actually don't want to give that up um, in the in the event that maybe the conservative district down the road would say, hey, you know what, we need this dam more than you do, so we're just going to exercise our eminent domain and just take this dam over, and we're going to put in something else. Well, citizens didn't want that, obviously, and some other parties around the lake, like the Yacht Club and the Sailing Club, were very, very concerned by eminent domain, and that now has been taken out of the state statute. So the conservative district will have no ability um, to uh, take somebody's property so the eminent domain is now taken out. And the third thing was tax caps. This was something that was a hot button for all the residents around Geist Reservoir, especially those um, that were living off the water. They're so worried about um, having escalating taxes. And, you know, you give somebody the authority to tax your property, and right now it sounds like it's not going to be a terrible tax. It's somewhere around 3.9 cents per 100 evaluation. Um, you know, what happens down the road, they get greedy and start wanting to put in a riverboat casino or something, and they want to raise your taxes to $50 per 100. Um, so that was a, a big concern with people. And rest assured, that was also um, addressed as well. And actually, the conservancy district side of things, actually it was a, a pretty severe restriction. I think it's a little over $2 million is the most that they can generate in any given year. So 
those things were all put into place. And when that happened and the governor signed those into law, um, citizens and MLP basically said, you know what, we're good. Um, and they signed agreements. They signed settlement agreements with the conservancy district to say that we're not going to oppose this. Um, we're not going to help anybody who's trying to remonstrate or anybody who's against this. And some of them even went as far as to say that we might even support it. So um, those things were all put into play this summer. Those were all signed just recently. And so the court order coming out saying, okay, the hearing's set for December 11th. It should be um, a hearing where uh, we're, we'll hear from some people who are against this, which is, is very obvious, and we understand that. But there's also going to be a lot of supporters on that call as well, and I think it's going to be um, a good time for uh, the courts to kind of see the not just the need for this, but the support that the remonstra- that the uh, petitioners have um, for this conservancy district. You know, I've always said if if somebody's willing to step up and pay more in taxes, um, and I would say. By and large, the people that live in the Geist Reservoir are probably mostly leaning conservative. I think it's a pretty safe bet to say. If they're willing to say, I'll pay more in taxes, it must be a pretty important thing. So if you look at Geist Reservoir, it's it's over 75 years old. It's close to 80 years old now. And the life expectancy of a reservoir is 50 years. And then some people say, well, it's 75 to 100 years. No matter how you look at it, this reservoir needs a lot of work. It needs a long-term solution. The only way to financially do that long-term is a conservancy district so you have the funding to do the things you need to do. So that hearing come up on December 11th um, should be interesting. There will be some literature coming out from the conservancy district folks and organizers to let everybody know about that. I would look for that sometime in October. Um, in the meantime, if you go to guysconservancy.com, you can actually sign up to get email alerts from the uh, Conservancy District about things happening. And um, I did talk to Corey Peter just yesterday. They are collecting signatures still from people who want to sign up and be a part of this Conservancy District. Um, they did file 1482 last year, but they've been still collecting signatures um, throughout the year. And now that this legislation's been passed, um, these three topics are or these three hot items are now off the table. Um, not only are MLP and citizens kind of backing off, saying, "Okay, we'll we'll not stand in the way of this." Now we've got a lot of residents now wanting to step up and say, "Okay, I want to be a part of this. I want my name on that petition. I want everybody to know that I was supportive of this conservancy district." So, if you do want to sign that petition, um, highly recommend you go to guysconservancy.com. Just email them through the website. Just let them know where you live. And um, they're actually going through some COVID protocols, which you think, you know, gosh, you know, how much, how many more thing, how many more obstacles can we put in the way? But through the COVID co- protocols, what they're doing is they're sending you the petition. Uh, you text one of three people. Maybe you know one of these three people, or maybe you just pick a random person. These are all volunteers for the Guys Conservancy District, by the way. And what they do, they show up at your curb. You walk outside your front door. You sign the petition in front of them, obviously six feet or further away, and then they you leave it outside, they will come get it, and then they have to sign it as well as a witness that you sign that petition. So you can't just sign it and stick it in your mailbox and say, here, come by and pick it up. You have to actually sign it in front of a witness, and so we've got some volunteers um, ready and willing to do that. They've been collecting uh, several. I know um, over the last 
a couple weeks, they did a mailer, I think, out to some folks who live on the water that they hadn't heard from yet, and uh, they got quite the response from that. So I think they're, they might be even doing another mailer um, or just um, using some PR to reach out to people who haven't signed up yet to get them to sign on. Either way, we highly recommend that you uh, contact them through the website and just follow them on Facebook. Um, it's kind of um, easy to keep up with. We haven't been inundating people with information over the summer, obviously because of COVID, but also there's been a lot of negotiating going on behind the scenes that um, has finally come to fruition. And uh, the courts, you know, punted the first hearing from midsummer to December, so now that's in queue. So finally, after over a year of uh, the conservancy district petitions being filed, you'll have our first hearing. Um, what will be coming forthcoming is uh, more of a timeline. What's this hearing mean? What happens after that? Is this the hearing we have to show up at, or is this the hearing I should show up with uh, uh, my family? I mean, what, what, what does this hearing mean? What do we do from here? That's all forthcoming from the Guys Conservancy District, and also an estimated timeline of when this thing could happen. Um, I can tell you right now it's most likely going to happen next year, and um, probably I would say mid-year uh, we'll have a conservancy district finally in place. So if you've been uh, anxiously awaiting that, that uh, is not too far from the horizon now with this first hearing to really get the momentum and the uh, process in um, in motion for the legal side, the, uh, the, the side that happens that really makes this thing stick. So with that, I wanted to sign off. I uh, appreciate everybody who's been listening to uh, our podcast and Again, I invite you to come down if you'd like to record your own podcast. I'm going to be reaching out to some of you to do some uh, interviews and things. But this is my first trial run. Happy for you. And um, I'm very important. Uh, I have it wouldn't be the same. Leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same without old Ron Burgundy at the end. You guys have a great day. Um, stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more information forthcoming on this Conservancy District. We're, going to, we're hosting a uh, podcast show that's going to be coming up here really soon with the organizers and the attorneys again to kind of get us updated on things. But uh, today, big announcement, uh, December 11th is going to be the hearing for the Guys Conservancy District in Hamilton County Courts. It will be a Zoom-type meeting, a virtual town hall, if you will. So uh, be looking for information coming on that. Until then, you guys have a great week, and I will be uh, back with you soon. Take care.